Blog Talk Radio. That's 
just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is
your boy Flossy Jeezy. We back on deck tonight. You know what I'm saying? Black love, black wealth. And why should rich blacks give back? Or should they give back? You know what I mean? It's your boy Flossy Jeezy. Here live from Portland, Oregon. You know what I'm saying? It's the old 7 p.m. show. It's about 7.12 right now here in the City of Roses. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Tonight, the topics will include, you know, are blacks who rise to fame and fortune obligated to give back to people who are not their families, and why? Okay, what's the motivation? Uh, question two: What's the motivation to give to strangers and uh, outside and inside communities? Uh, Michael Jackson gave millions. Okay, to white cherries and routinely bashed and disrespected. Why should blacks continue to contribute to white charities, or should they? Dr. Boyce Watkins says that Floyd Mayweather Jr. was completely ignorant for blowing $100,000 in a Miami strip club. Do you agree with him, and why? Floyd Mayweather said he shuns charitable giving and says that he makes the money for himself. What are your thoughts, and why do you think blacks should continue to support these folks? Well, that's the playlist, and that's the full plate of food that we got tonight. So I'm going to let my main man on the scene, Mr. Juan Martinez from the ATL in. Good evening, Juan. How you doing? What's going on with you, man? What's going on, man? You know, it, you it, it, it's, it's, it, it's Tuesday night. It, it's, it's it's nice and hot over here in Georgia. It's in the 80s and 90s, even at night. Um, we've hit 100. I think the highest that we've hit so far is 105 this week so far sometimes. Um, right. And it's just crazy, man. We got a lot of crazy stories going on over here in Georgia, man. I don't know if you heard about the man who left his kid in the car. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, now they're finding out that it wasn't accidental, that he knew the kid was in the car. It, it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, I mean, I don't know what it is. I guess it's that the hotter it gets, the crazier people get. So apparently, apparently the crazies are starting to come out. Because apparently, 
There was, I, I mean, people are painting this guy as a saint, and I'm not going to knock him. Maybe he is a saint, but he's not nominated for sainthood. He's nominated for murder. So it, 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 it's, it's very possible. Um, we also have, I mean, they just have a lot of stuff going on. These teenagers were left in a prison cell over the weekend. Um they were forgotten by the county, by the Cab County police officer. Or I think it was Cobb County, Cobb or DeKalb County. They were forgotten in the jail cell and never sent over to juvenile detention holding. And they were put, they were left in a holding cell with no toilet paper, no, not no food, no nothing over the week this past weekend. So that's coming to light now. It's just a lot of stuff going on. I'm telling you, the crazies come out at night. But the the crazier people come out there in the summertime. So, well, it's remember what Pop said. All this talk about Lady Liberty, but that blind bitch ain't never done shit for me. How do you sit up and leave prisoners like that? You know, you remember the song. How do you sit up and leave prisoners like that? How do you, you know, constantly, once again, the lunatics are running the asylum, and here because. You know, just because, you know, you treat human beings like that and they're underage people because they're supposedly sitting to our penal situations and, and, and uh, institutions for rehabilitation and the people that are actually running the prisons are the ones that need the rehabilitation. Talk about a violation of civil and human rights. It, it, it's, wow. it's getting it's getting crazy because it's getting more sticky as the situation continues to develop. Um, they're they're coming out with a lot of new and upcoming information about him. There's not much known. Everyone said that he was a good person, that he loved, he truly loved his child. But if you truly love your child, it's just it, I don't know. I'm not gonna judge, but it's just crazy to believe that this man could have left his child in the car for seven hours. So, I mean, that's like, how do you leave, how do you not know or not account for prisoners in a, in a prison cell? Like, do you not, uh, did you just up and forget? The sheriff came out and said that it was unacceptable behavior and came out with a statement about it earlier this morning. It, it's just, yeah. Mm. I'm in Portland, Oregon. I'm on the West Coast and you're on the East Coast. Why don't you do the radio audience a favor and and tell them what city, closest city of proximity is that county that they left those prisoners in the uh, cell? What city is that near down there in Georgia? Marietta. Near Marietta, okay. I'm making a mental note and writing on my itinerary (laughs) as I travel across the country. Don't go to Marietta, Georgia. (laughs) It was just it, it was just a lot of stuff I mean And I've been looking at Through my timeline All day And watching these reports And just reading All these news Media outlets And this is getting it, It's getting crazier And crazier And But uh, I, I, This is how uh, and then, and then here's another story from Riverdale, Georgia. Uh, Riverdale police are searching for four missing children, ages six, ages two to six. This was yesterday, but they actually um, found them. They ended up finding them. 
because they were headed towards uh, the north, apparently. This daycare, this other daycare in Hall County, two women, uh, three women total, had been charged with apparently this the this daycare told the mother of an 18-month-old child that their son, that her son got bit by a bug, but they found out after the fact that it wasn't that he got bit by a bug, actually got burned with hot water. Um, so. Three women are charged in that case, and you could go on and on and on and on about the craziness. The, the, I was it, it was actually in Douglas County. The the the, the three the two prisoners, the two teens that were left locked up in a courthouse all alone for the entire weekend. Right. They had no food or toilet paper, and for nearly three days. And this was in Douglas County, Georgia. Now, I don't know dehydration during hot temperatures. And 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 then apparently the uh, the FBI has arrested seventy one people across the state of Georgia that they were arrested as part of a national effort to bust child sex traffickers. Because I don't know if you knew that, but Georgia is one of Georgia is known for uh, the highest, one of the highest. Uh, sex trafficking situation. So it, it's it's an epidemic that's going on right now, and on and on and on and on about different stories. And I I could literally continue. Like there's GM. Did you hear about GM? GM apparently is doing another recall on another set of cars. Nissan. Right. Nis- Nissan is also recalling a bunch of cars. I mean. How do you mess up these many cars and yet no one is stop, no one is sanctioning these companies because they're putting people behind these vehicles, not knowing if they're gonna work all the all the way through, but just putting people in them and then people end up dying and it takes a hundred thousand people before they issue a recall on the vehicle. I will say it again: the lunatics <laughs> are running the asylum. It's absolutely insane and crazy. All of those news stories that you were telling me that run from A to Z, that run sideways and backwards, and the lunatics are running the asylum. You know what I mean? It we're just up in hell in a handbasket, and the handle's leather, so it's not breaking. It's just getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier and getting worse and worse and worse. And each story that you were telling me, one was worse than the next. And then uh, apparently this is another story that was issued from 11 Alive News here in Atlanta. Apparently a woman is being charged with attempted murder after deputies say she flung her baby out of a moving vehicle, out of a moving car, to get the attention of the child's father. I think she got the attention all right. (laughs) I think he's paying um, so, big time attention right now. And, uh, so, you know, I'm going to reserve everything else I want to say on that. <laughs> so it's just, it, it, if you, it, I literally, if you, I, I mean, I could, rec- I, I'm going to say, what I'm going to do is I'm going to suggest you to like the page so you can read all these articles that they post all day. Because it's, it's just continuous news media that's just going bonkers on these news stories. I mean, 
What's wrong with hey. this country? What's 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 wrong with these folks? You know what? I, I, mean, I, I don't have that. I don't have that much showtime. <laughs> you know I mean, I mean, this is absolutely insan- insanity, man. I mean, like I said, each story worse than the next. That's that's my man. You know, what I'm saying Juan Juan Martinez, Juan Martinez, and and I and I mean, uh, it, it's it's absolutely absolutely uh, 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 crazy that this that this business is going on, and we're gonna have to go ahead and get into the show. I mean. Just, and once again, folks, this is this is uh, Juan Martinez bringing it 100 to us, like like he always does right about now. You know what I'm saying? Trying to let us know exactly what's going on and how it's going down. It's 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 sick and sicker down there in Georgia. I don't understand it, but beautiful state, and I think there's too many peaches, bad peaches being eaten down there. Something because <laughs> throw that stuff down there. He was just telling me was just off the chain. But we're gonna go ahead and dive on into our show tonight. Black love, man, uh, Juan. We we're talking tonight, man, off based off of some of the stuff we were talking about on last night's show about responsibility and 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 about you know our thoughts. And I know that you're going to give me 100 action until Sugar Ray and some of the other guys show up. If they don't, I know that you and I can hold it down. Uh, six four six five nine five three four zero two. And the and the question tonight is, you know what I'm saying? Should rich blacks give back? Amongst the first questions that I have. Because, uh, like I said, there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and and, and I could probably bring up and, and read quotes and stuff, but I think we can pretty much shoot from the hip on this one because it, it's pretty obvious and, and it's crazy what's going on because most of this stuff is pretty direct. Um, you know, the first question I guess I would ask you and, and the rest of the folks that's out there that want to, you know, call in. Remember, we're on Facebook, Twitter, you know what I'm saying, Google, you know what I'm saying, and i got to run one through Robin Lynn to let her know what's going down with the show. But... You know, blacks who come into the rise of fame and fortune and are big money people like you were discussing last night. I want to know from you and from the others out there who may call in, when these folks rise up and become everything that they were trying to be and they work real hard for their money and they, you know, sweat and go through all the pain and if you're an athlete and you're a boxer, for instance, you get your face knocked off real good, you know what I'm saying, you earn all this money, buy all these fabulous homes and cars, right, are these people obligated to give back to, uh, you know, people that are not in their family, and, and why? Why should you think that they're obligated to give back once they acquire all of these riches? Well, I, I, and I would beg to this, I, I, you know, I would say it's not necessarily that they have to give back. Now, it, would it be in their interest to give back? Yes, and I'll tell you why. It would be best. It, it would be in their interest to give back to the communities where they came from, for the simple fact of, with that methodology that we were talking earlier, earlier when we first, when you first started this show about the each one teach one scenario. That if if you live by that methodology of okay, I learned how to get to this point. Now let me give back to my community that where I learned it. Now some people. On the other hand, they say, you know what, to hell with those folks. They want to come up, they're going to have to come up on their own. But it, it really varies depending on where you grew up, how you grew up, your upbringing, your, your characteristics behind you, you know, the, the different, what your moral value is. Because some people's moral values are different. Each person may not think of giving back to the community. 
Now I can honestly tell you, a black person that I that I I know that and I've seen give back to the community in in the state of Georgia in Atlanta. Period. A lot of people don't know this, and I'm gonna stress. And y'all may think I'm like riding on top of Tyler Perry because he's just I'm always talking about him. But it's just the fact that he's just an amazing person. He's an amazing person because he gives back to his community. He really, really gives back to his community. He will literally hire, if he has two applicants coming in, and one is a homeless person and one is a very educated person, he'll give both both of them a job and both of them an opportunity. A lot of the people who he has put in movies, that he, productions that he's worked on, have been homeless at one point in time in their lives. So he, he's... He gives back in his community to his community in that aspect, and then he does a lot of other outreach projects. Um, I know that Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is very influential here in Georgia. Why? Because his his family actually goes to a church here in Atlanta, and his he actually went to a school, helped build a school, and was influential on building an academic, uh, basketball team in that school. He funds a lot of projects at that school. He actually opened up, if I'm not mistaken, he helped fund a building where they actually hold events at for that school. And he's, he's, he gives back to the community a lot, more than people give him credit for. There's other basketball players. I mean, you could go on and on and on for days, but they're not given the credit that they truly deserve. So... Yeah, there are some people. Oprah. Oprah's another one. Oprah gives back to her communities all the time. She didn't just do it for her show. She does it now. She opened up schools in other countries for underprivileged underprivileged children, and she paid for it out of her own pocket. In New, in Atlanta, she's big with Tyler Perry. Her and Tyler Perry are constantly working on projects in communities in Atlanta to build it and make it better. So, I mean... It, it just well, I, I can't disagree with any of that. I think that that's what the points that you make are, are, are quite fabulous, you know, because, you know, if there is a lot of, of uh, you know, thought that's put into these, these, these uh, shows that I've come up with because we don't discuss enough, not nearly enough, all the contributions that African Americans and folks bring to the table when it comes down to, you know, doing these large things. Uh, for, for our communities, you have too many of us out here that do get our blame, that do get our money, that do get these things, and they just don't do enough or say enough about helping out with the communities. I've got another caller calling. Hold on just a moment. I'm going to get them. Four, okay. five, five, four, two. Who do we have on deck tonight? Hey, this is uh, Andrew from Bronx. Andrew, welcome to the show. We're, we're back into that black love again, black wealth. Why should rich blacks give back? And uh, that was a pretty good dissertation that uh, Mr. Martinez was given about the first question tonight. I'm going to pose the same question to you. Are blacks who rise to fame obligated to give back to people that are not part of their immediate family? And if so, why? Well, um, I like to look at things from a biblical perspective. I, was, I just was doing some research before I called in, and I, I just learned something too. But it says in the Bible that um, 
charge the rich so they won't, you know, become boastful. You know, mm. so it's not. Oh, that well, that's that's what the Bible says. But um, I, I I agree with that, you know, because is a lot of is a is a huge gap in in the communities and the stuff that's going on. I, I I was listening to what the lady was saying about Oprah, and I mean, yeah, she does all that stuff for the you know the people on overseas. But what about the people that's over here? You know, but I I think a lot of people they have money, and you know it's it's, it's difficult to to actually see uh, when we when you all that uh, when you all the way at, at up the top at that that level, I guess it's like I I assume that people um, sometimes they they get disconnected from what's going on on um you know. The lower level, so they don't know where to invest that money. Because you could build a school somewhere, say in the middle of Atlanta or whatever, but there's no guarantee that that school is going to show results. So it's not to say that the money is going to be wasted or whatever, but it's like I don't know how it is when you have billions of dollars. So you know, it's it's, it's but they should they should donate. More cash and stuff like that. I mean, it's just it's, it's not happening. I got some ideas. I, I got a whole bunch of ideas. So I'm waiting to bump into one of those types of people. Like I met Chris Rock the other day. I was upset. I didn't <laughs> take advantage. I should have took a picture. And stuff. I didn't know what to say. I just was like, hey, you know, my name is Andrew. I mean, so it was all good. Nah. I I I want to pose a question to you, Andrew. You said that some more cash should be invested where? Because and you said that it doesn't matter if you build schools in Atlanta, because it doesn't matter if you build schools anywhere. Because how do you know that they're going to build results? But by edu- by putting money into education, you're putting money towards your future. If you put money towards education, towards building schools, towards helping people actually get grants and give grants to schools, to better schools in the communities that they serve. Like, I know airlines across the country that actually give money back to their communities, and they do help. But you, when you say they should give more cash, give more cash to what? Because if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a focus on what you want them to give cash to, how are they supposed to give cash? Because just like you said, how you can build a school and you can put money into school, but necessarily how do you know that there's going to get results? How do you know that by giving people just random amounts of money that you're going to get results out of that person, that you're going to get results out of that project? You want to, Whenever you're investing in anything you do, you always want to know where your money is going to and how they plan to use it, regardless if it's a school, an after-school project in the Bronx whether it's an after-school project in Harlem, whether it's a rehabilitation center in Brooklyn, whether it's a rehabilitation center in Long Island. You want to know where the money is going to. You just don't want to throw away money because people can say, oh, give us money and we'll do this and this and this. 
But then if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a mission, if you don't have a goal of what to do with that money, then what am I wasting my money on? Because you could sit here and say all day. Yeah. I I mean, there are many places where where the money can be allocated to. Uh, For instance, as you said, education uh, and, you, you know, uh, one aspect of education would be informing people of their their history, their heritage, and where they come from, and stuff like that. Like, um, you know, it's been proven that in society we haven't been completely told the truth in regards to, you know, where where we're coming from. You know, and in order to have a, a general understanding of where you're coming from. It's vital to know going in regards to, you say, the future. So what are we going to educate people about? Are you going to educate them more about GMOs and eugenics, or are you going to tell them something sensible like the truth? Uh, uh, And my question to you, and that's a very good question, Andrew, but my question to you is, now you said to teach them about their history, how do you play? How do you think? What do you think? What role do you think you play in that? Because yes, you can invest money, but what do you currently do in your community as you are right now? What do you do to teach the next generation about history? I think um, each individual has the ability to to be a teacher. You could be a good teacher, or you could be a bad teacher. And the best way to teach a person is to show, improve, or do as you say, or, you know, basically your actions. You don't just, just talk about you talk about it, you be about it, right? Right, so exactly. Each individual has that responsibility and that ability to contribute to a community as a whole. And I think the best way to do or to contribute to a community or society is to be an example of what you represent. So that right. necessarily that you know just well, but try that. So so basically, what you're both saying is, on some level, you know what I'm saying. Even though it's not an obligation, blacks who who are affluent in cash or are flowing in it, just rolling around and you know doing backstrokes and swimming in it should on some, if no other way to say it, on some just moral mental level should be given back to something when they get all this cash, even though it's not their families. Yeah, I, I just heard some, I was watching some video and guy was talking about how Floyd Mayweather, you can't, I can't dictate how he does with his money, but he's saying that he posted on Twitter about his uh, $50,000 new car. And Mayweather's a perfect example, but uh, like oh, hold on, that that that, that, that yet, that yet. We're, we're trust me, we're gonna get to Mr. Mayweather in a minute because I want to give you guys some direct on that because I want some direct on that, and I want to make sure we use our time, you know, productively in that because. There's been some things said about uh, his, act, his latest activities by some some real learned folks, and you guys are just as learned as these other folks. 
they just happen to have a, a title and a degree, but doesn't mean you know any less. I guess I, I guess the, the following question would be in two parts, and that is, um, what is the motivation to give to strangers in these communities? And also, Michael Jackson gave millions of dollars to white charities. Million, I mean, literally almost a billion dollars over from from I'll just say from the bad album to when he was almost out of here. He was just giving his money away and flowing and healed the world in the whole nine yards. And yet he was routinely bashed and disrespected while continuing to give. So I guess my question for the both of you, and Andrew, we're going to start out with you because, Juan, I know you're going to give us the most complete essay that you can, so we're going to do it in, in that format. Why should blacks continue to contribute to white charities based upon the fact that as long as this, this, this gentleman, Michael Jackson, was given to these charities, and I'll say I'll say again, almost a billion dollars of his money went went to charities, and yet they bashed the hell out of them. What would be a, a, a person who's seen this? Maybe some of these rich folks saw this, this. What happened to him? Maybe that's why they're so cynical about helping and not because they don't see the, the money readily flowing into their communities, as Andrew mentioned earlier. What would be the motivation in order to to, to, to continue to give to these those charities? rather than charities in your own community. Andrew? Okay, that's a very good um, question there, because I was just, I was feeling myself, I was like, you know, like why, you know, basically to the the extent of like, why, why even try to be, like, I, I don't like the fact that you know, it's just Michael Jackson is a very uh, good example of of that. You know, putting a lot of effort towards the good of humanity and mankind, but he was often persecuted and rejected and disrespected. But um, I think that we're in a a, a a special time, and that it's a paradigm shift, a paradigm shift in that, you know, there are different types of people that are advocating for equality and equal rights, but inevitably the people that need it the most are the ones that are going to get that that representation that they need because it's always always the the, the weak who need to be defended from the strong or something like that, you know, or the, the strong that become weak. I don't know, but some some like that. I mean, um, for example, you know, the lion defends their cubs from a, another potential lion or another potential predator. You know, so that's what has to happen to reestablish some type of uh, equilibrium. Because currently, the way things are going is just out of control. Um, I'm from the Bronx, so I've been seeing a lot of stuff on TV, uh, like little children, children getting into to to accident. I'm mean, not veer too uh, too much off topic, but children getting you know, stabbed and stuff like that. I, I'm like, I don't know what's going on, but basically, yeah. Um, as far as um, that, I just I don't I don't know charity. 
charity, it depends on the person, you know, and I think people feel more comfortable donating when they, they feel loved, I mean, and it's, it's like, because it's like, yeah, come on, I'm in the bad part of the Bronx, <laughs> and basically, um, it affects the quality of, of the donation, basically, you know, the amount of respect and love that a person receives because they feel more strongly about uh, what they're doing. For example, you know, the money, it backs, it can back you up. You can, you can paint the perfect picture with the money, but it, it doesn't do the same as, as if, you know, what you're doing is coming from, from the heart, for example. But what, what what do you think? What do you? I guess my question is, what do you think would motivate a person to want to give to to to, to charities outside of their own community? So, I guess, I guess if I had to give it a, a point blank uh, question, I mean, I guess more, this man gave a lot of money. I've seen a lot of brothers give a lot of money, and it just doesn't seem like it a benefits our community or b doesn't you know you don't get the same response. It, it, morally speaking, because your community is still going down, while you're funding charities outside of the community, and they seem to be uh, have a, a, a study full of cash already, but our our charities, are like even with the NAACP, are going officially uh, south. What should be the motivation for us to do that? Or what do you think would motivate us, uh, people that have big money, to? And Juan, I'm going to get to you in just a second. But but Andrew, what, oh, what do you think? I mean, I mean, I mean. What do you, what do you think? I mean, what 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 do you think? Would, if you if you were in that position and you had that right, and you know that you saw what happened to Michael, what would motivate you to continue to give to the other charities rather than your own? Um. Well, I, I'm in a certain position. I'm trying. Well, well, and everything works out for the best, and I'll be able to put myself in a situation where whatever, whatever. I don't want to, you know. Only God could. It, I I think um, a big part of it is spiritual. It, it, it's like it's hard to get into spirituality when things are done on a physical basis. For example, some people do things of, ju- of just that strength of, of of goodwill to your fellow man, and then other people donate off of the strength of. Um, they get that tax write-off, you know. How um, right. that works when you have that that large amount of money? I know that they, they, uh, charity you have you either pay less tax or something. Oh, we got the so, paper back there. Um, if that's how it works, that's how they incentivize a person to donate money, but. We're we're in a time where uh, to just be straight up, man. Uh, the minorities, they there's there's a lot to stake, and you know, in the in the Renaissance time, art was what was able to uh, uh, quote unquote enlighten. But we're in a time where there's a prison industrial complex. Your food, a war for your mind, a war for everything. 
every aspect of of society, looking at it from a pessimistic perspective. It's hard to okay. Juan, I know you've been chomping at the bit over there. Okay, I, and I, I'm gonna ask this question back again, right now. You know that Michael, you know how he was with the songs that he made, particularly during the '80s when he was really starting to feel it after he came off the, thr- the Thriller album and he really started to, you know, look at stuff. You saw, heard the lyrics of his Man in the Mirror type hooked up and everything. And he gave millions to these charities that were basically outside of outside of, out of our communities. And, you know, like I said before, no matter what they said about him or accused him of whatever they did, bash, 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 good, better, and different, um, you know, that... You know, I mean, honestly, I mean, what what would be the motivation to continue to give to charities outside of your communities and not your own? And what do you think overall about that that type of setup? Or is it, or does it matter? Or what is what is your perspective? I know you're going to give it to me. Good. So what's what, what what's your perspective on on that? Okay, so I'm going to give it to you straightforward without any any any. One hundred. One hundred. Come on. Uh, keeping it 100. Basically, the reason why they don't give it, a lot of people tend not to give inside the communities because why would they want to give into communities that don't want to better themselves? There's a lot of people that can talk about that there's money that can be used in certain parts of the cities and certain parts of the country and certain things, and certain, but you're not being specific. When you're not specific, how is the donor supposed to know what you're going to be using the money for? Why would I want to invest $100,000 in a project inside the community where I don't know what they're going to really do with the project, and I already see that the community is pretty much killing itself off? Why would I want to donate my $100,000, my hundred, $200,000, $300,000, $400,000, into a community where the community itself doesn't care about what's going on in the community? Because change starts with you. If you want change in your community and you want people to come in from the outside to donate to that community or people that live in that community, why would I give to a community that's already killing itself off? What benefit would I have where people are sitting there killing each other off, robbing each other in the street, looting each other's homes, breaking into people's, into people's businesses, breaking into cars, vandalizing the streets. Why would I want to give into that type of community? Granted, me personally, I would, because I want to see them. If they don't know any better, then that's when you have to show that community by your actions that it can be better. But it, ha- it comes from the, people, from the one person taking a stand on bettering their community. Because you can sit here all day and say that your community is poor, that your community is run down, that there's not enough projects in the community. Well, if there's not enough projects in the community, why don't you start a project? Well, if there's not a project to better the youth in the community, why don't you start it? You you want somebody else to come from the outside and do it. But there's there's more than $100 million in grants that organizations can get but they choose not to. And it's not because they choose not to. It's because there's not organizations out there to better those communities. 
There's money that's allocated every year in the federal budget that can be used by organizations to better their playgrounds, to better their buildings, to better to clean up graffiti. But why would I want to donate my money, my hard-earned money, into the community that doesn't even care about itself? But see, and at the same time, right on the other half of that, if I can rebuttal some of that and, and, and then redirect again, uh, if, if, I'm, if I'm a person that's, say, like in a Mayweather or Michael Jackson or Oprah Winfrey frame of mind, so far as my wallet goes, why would I continue to give to white charities that, 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 that don't benefit my community? And why would I continue? I mean, it's just the other side of what you're saying. Why would I want to continue to give to white charities that don't benefit my community, and what what would be my motivation to continue to not try to? That's kind of like what you said before about there are people who would make that interjection, saying that, okay, I want to, you know, our community should be better, and I do want to start this. And for the people that would want to do startup programs, or for the people that might be motivated to want to do it, and maybe that funding that's being tossed around at clubs, maybe that funding that's being given to white charities, maybe that funding that's not being uh, being u- otherwise utilized by my community because I'm so in a hurry to make an impression on people who really could give a damn about my community. There's a, there's two sides of that of that of that issue as you issue that, and you're absolutely right in your dissertation about you know communities destroying themselves and hurting themselves. But if no one ever gives a damn, and if no one, because I mean, for every gang member there is out there there's a person that that gang member respects. For every uh, a, a, a boxing fan that's out there in those, in those areas that are rough like that, there's a person out there that respects what you're doing. But if you never try to even make the effort to try to invest and you have a steady influx of fiscal dollars that you can put into a community or to try to seek to find, I mean, it's very easy to do. You, the average person, say like a Mayweather, could take two to three hundred uh, uh, thousand at a clip, and they could go and sit down and have people do like just like they do in white communities, do an essay on what you would do with the money, come up with a right. business plan for how you would make that happen, and also come up with something that would would allow you to uh, want that person to invest in your community. So I mean, we can't just say and allow things just to continue to basically dribble off sideways and say, okay, well, geez, because these guys are doing these these bad things in the community, we can't do anything. One of the reasons why these guys do what they do in these communities is because, you know, A, the hope factor, B, the fiscal, fiscal hope factor, which is the hope and the money, and the fact that they don't feel anyone cares, that is the reason why I believe that this condition continues to be the way it is because no one wants to make the investment. Now, for years, Oprah Winfrey, Barack Obama, and and several and you know and and and, uh, and several other folks have done all that they can to claim I'm from Chicago and how much I love Chicago, but neither one of these folks is stepping in and trying to say, okay, um, you know, I'm going to do this and try to come up with these things. But yet Kanye West and and Common got together and put some ten thousand youths to work working on projects and, and, and creating projects in Chicago. Now, unfortunately. 
in agreement with what you're saying, that is rather an anomaly. That means that's something that happens then but doesn't happen all the time because it's not enough. But for my money, if I'm on that level of understanding, I would rather continue to try, you know, especially if I'm like in, in Mayweather's condition where he continues to make ridiculous millions, not only off of the people that train in his facilities and his fights and the pay-per-views and all these other things, that I couldn't at some point. And he actually, to be honest with you, he has been seen and shown giving out food baskets and doing stuff in this community. But, of course, they're not going to talk about that because they would really sensationalize the ignorant stuff that he does. But he does in reality, and I don't mean to hang on this long, dog, and I do this all the time. But I've seen him do these things, but I'm just saying, when you say that I don't want to give to anything, is it your motive? are you talking about your own community or are you talking about the other community? So I'm going to give you a chance to respond to that real quick, and then we're going to take a break. Go ahead. Was that towards me or towards Andrew? Well, either either one, you in particular, because you bring up some very good valid points and everything, but at the same time, just remember when you're saying the things that that, that are going on, there's an opposite reaction to what's going on with that for why we should try to invest even though. I mean, you you, kind of get where I'm going. I'm not going to beat you up like that, like I said, because you're – you're, you're giving good input here, but you understand what I'm saying. What about what about I, what I just what I was just saying? Go ahead. I mean, I I completely agree with you. Yeah, there should be. We should still invest into those communities, but we have to find people that we can entrust those monies to and guarantee that those monies are going to be put into those places, into the most need in those communities. And it comes back to those organizations. You have to come up. A lot of people. And these multimillionaires will not donate money unless there's a business plan put together, unless there's a proposal for projects in the community, unless they know where their money is going. It's not for a tax break because, believe you me, it's not for a tax break. It's because they want to know that it's going to what it's being being said because even the government will come in and say, okay, so you got this much money from this person. This much money donated to donated to you for this person because they can audit nonprofit organizations left and right and ask, well, what are you doing with the money that's being donated to you? And you have to come up with an answer. You can't just say, oh, I'll come back to you next time you come back. They're not. That's not going to be an acceptable answer. And we can donate. We should donate to those communities, but there has to be organizations in place in those communities to do the legwork in those communities. Because a lot of these people that have millions and millions of dollars that love to donate money don't live in those communities, don't know what those communities need. So it takes someone from those communities to step up and say, well, you know, the local playground needs to get fixed because it's falling apart. The schools, the, the education system needs books. We need books in our schools. We need, you know, opportunities for our kids. We need funding for this. We need funding for that. And come up with opportunities. Because Andrew, I think Andrew said he's from the Bronx. What part of the Bronx are you from, Andrew? Is Andrew still on the line? Yeah. Andrew? Yeah, I'm on the phone here. Where it's up? Uh, uh, where, yeah, where exactly are you from in the Bronx? 
um, in the Bronx, the South Bronx area, like around Soundview. Oh, you weren't playing. That is a rough neighborhood. Uh, uh, it, it, it's, but again, have you uh, now? You're talking about that money could be put into the community. In your community, have you come up and stepped up with a group of people or brought a group of people together to request funds from these organizations? Yeah. I, I'm guessing my ideas were too revolutionary at the time. I'm 23 now, so I've been stuck over here since, like, 19. And initially, I, I, I linked up with a, a bunch of guys, but their mentalities were just, like, hot girls. And I seen, like, I could see the real them, but it's like there was, it was so much blockages, you know, in trying to get them to see themselves in that way, you know. And that's when I started, you know, I realized more that if you're trying to work with people, you have to find like-minded people, and it's difficult to find like-minded people, so you got to try to find commonalities. And then when you find commonalities, sometimes people ideologies get into the way so you have to have some type of basis or some groundwork to figure out wh- like where you want to move and move in unison. You know, you can't have five people and all of you guys are moving in each opposite coordinate, coordinate, coordinate direction, you know what I mean, north, south, east, west, that all move in one direction. So that's I mean, but... But have you tried to come up with something? Yeah, I, 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 I got, I got some, uh, you know, I got. I mean, I, I had to work on a different level because the funding was not there. So I, 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 I can move things with my mind virtually, you know, um, and I, I did that, but it, it was not. I mean, it had a ripple effect actually. You know, because before I took notice of the situation, um, you know, I think I think I think the Illuminati was taking over. So <laughs> whatever. Let me stop joking around. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, man. So I mean, I I I basically was able to eventually create a standard. You know, at what point do we draw a line and say enough is enough? So that's what I did, and and so it had a ripple effect in the community, and on multiple levels as well. And and how's that been working out? Uh, it's it's created a balance, an equilibrium where people could work from. You know, it 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 gives a person a sense of sustainability where you feel as if you can. You know, now I can venture out. I can move this direction instead of having to, like, for example, an example I could use is the police presence within my neighborhood was it was overwhelming. So every time a person would come from work, you would see police, or you you're going to work, you would see police. It gives you this sense of like, damn, what's next? Like, are they going to be, you know? But it was it was also to the effect of the gang violence in the the, the neighborhood. So the police presence was only, you know 
because of the gang violence and, and vice versa, you know, because there was so many police, people were resorting to gangs, you know, to try to, to, to gain strength in numbers. But solution for all of that was a brand new perspective on just the general overtone of the, the, the neighborhood. If, if, if people have something to aspire to, then they don't have to portray um, a negative um, stereotype. Okay, but have you created any projects since then? Hold on, hold on. I've got probably over like a hundred projects written down in my notebooks. I lost one of my notebooks. Somebody got jacked me for one of them, but um. I haven't applied for any grants or anything like that as yet, because I've just been observing the situation and seeing if people are going to take heed to the warnings or the things that are going on. Because I'm not going to waste my time. When I do something, I do it right. So that's what's going to happen. Oh, well, okay. well, hey, six, hey, hold on just a second. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Like I said, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Facebook and Google. We're going to have to go and pay some bills real quick. And when we come back, we'll finish this up and then we'll move into our next topic. This is Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide Black Love, Black Wealth. Why should rich blacks give back? We'll be back in just hey. a moment. We'll be right back, bro. Hey, 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 Flossy. Yeah, so what you saying, I can trust you. Is you crazy? You my king for real. But sometimes 
Another like something real smooth to keep things going. My man Sleepy Brown with that last little hot one. Black wealth, black wealth. Watch you which blacks give back. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Always get to pay a bill. <laughs> keep things going. Keep the electric man off the back. Okay. Uh well, you guys are making some very, very good points there on both ends. I jumped in and swam around for a second. You know what I'm saying? We're doing a real good job tonight getting things in. Um, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Watkins does a lot of work, temporary work on black finances and, you know what I'm saying, behaviors and different things that go on in our community. And he says that Floyd Mayweather Jr. was completely ignorant for blowing $100,000 in a Miami strip club, you know what I'm saying, making it rain, having a good time doing a sizzle. But, man, $100,000, and I saw the video, $100,000 in a strip club says uh, that he's completely ignorant for doing that. Do you guys agree with that situation and that, uh, you know, synopsis of the events, and why do you agree with that? Shit, I don't. I mean, listen, I, I, say, for example, his his whole, he got $100, $100 million, man. That that 100000 was like 0.1 of that, man. Why you wait? <laughs> Even if it's 0.1% still, like, damn. That was an epic. That's, 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 I don't know. It's his money, so whatever you want to do. Well, I, I I gave that same reason, and believe me, I got a I got an earful on that one about it being in a in a, in a club and kind of just throwing money around like that. Doctor Doctor Watkins was saying that, okay, you know, um, he felt that you know that could have actually uh, went into the community. And one, I'm gonna let you go ahead and step up on this one here in a second, but I'm gonna just read you just a. Just a smidgen, just a small piece of what of what the good doctor had to say because evidently he wasn't too happy or too impressed. And like my man just said, you know, I'm always I'm always real leery of telling another man what to do. You know what I'm saying with his money and stuff, especially when he's getting his face knocked off. But it says according to TMZ, boxer Floyd Mayweather is a part-time weatherman, making it rain in the strip club after his latest financial flirtation took place in a club in Miami where he dropped uh, an approximate $100 million into the uh, thong of any woman within a 100-yard radius. He said, of course, his generosity received media coverage, perhaps of the admiration of people that do that stuff. And I get it, Floyd, you're rich. But he says, Floyd also got my attention when he was complaining about those that expect him to give back to the black community, bringing up the continent of Africa, you know, the place that hundreds of millions of black people, many of whom's children are going to die this week after starvation, Floyd actually really a deep question, what has Africa done for me? The radio show interview perhaps enamored the fact that Floyd uh, was giving his attention and just nodded along the people that just a nodder along with every ridiculous thing that came out of Floyd's mouth. 
and that happens to be our culture. We automatically believe that people are deep and important just because they're rich and famous. That's why our community is an absolute train wreck, especially since we have shows like Love and Hip Hop, you know what I'm saying, dictating to, dictating to the structure of blacks' relationships. He said Floyd hasn't always been able to make it rain. And he said Floyd related, when I was eight or nine, I lived in Jersey with my mother where we in, we were seven deep in a bedroom, and sometimes we didn't have electricity. And he would have told the New York Times, when people see what I have now, they have no idea where I came from, and I didn't have anything growing up. So my primary thought when I hear Floyd feeding strippers head songs at $10,000 is, why, brother, why? Do you, not, do you realize that you are a role model for kids and watch your every move? Part of the reason black kids uh, grow up quick and, uh, and in line for hours uh, by an overpriced, you know, virtually worthless a pair of Air Jordans is because the media inundates them with images of their favorite celebrity wasting money instead of investing it. Then we hear rappers, uh, you know, tell them to get the money and they should spend it up. And they're the growing young minds that are bombarded with the messages. And then he goes on and on, you know, with some other stuff here. Now, myself personally, you know, as a, as a parent uh, of now, you know, grown children, I've always had a problem with media types uh, stereotyping and saying that, um, you know what I'm saying, that these athletes are role models because they're fallible. Fallible, uh, 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 fallible meaning that, um, you know, they make mistakes and stuff. So if one of these purported role models goes out here and basically, you know what I'm saying, blows his back out doing something ignorant or gets caught up in some stuff, then all of a sudden the, the people in the media are all over him because, you know, when it comes down to, to black folks, they never cared what a role model was. They never cared about the behavior of these rich folks until blacks became rich. It's a known fact that Babe Ruth was an alcoholic, and it's also a known fact that Ty Cobb, another baseball player, you know, attended lynchings. So all of a sudden when blacks become rich and, and affluent in cash, uh, you know, so far as rich in, in cash, but maybe not in spirit or morality, you know, all of a sudden it's like it's time to have role models all of a sudden. But long story short, this doctor was, was, was speaking of that, and, and basically, you know, back to our topic and, and speaking about that, he says this guy is ignorant for, for doing what he did, although he owns a, a, a fighting club slash business. He, uh, you know, gets millions of dollars from God knows every orifice that there is. You know, is this doctor making an appropriate statement about the state of Floyd Mayweather just because he was in a club tossing up money that he earned taking shots to the face? Well, the moral issue. What do you think about that? I'll let Andrew start this one off because I, I got a lot to say about uh, Mayweather. Hey, man, you can talk. It's a moral issue. That's it. On his paper. So he's spending more than money. And plus, it's like 
you should, this, it, it's obviously like a plea for help. I, I think he, he recently had some issue with T.I. or something like that, so that probably kind of hurt his ego. Then somebody else took his girlfriend, so maybe he's looking for love in the wrong places. And Kanye West made a song about that. He can't find love in a strip club, so that's what it is. Mm. So I mean, this I, I'll ask one more general question of you, uh, of you, Andrew. This guy goes out, man. He gets his face punched off, ribs damn near broke, and he has to go out here and literally fight for his cash. And like I said, this guy's got hundreds of millions of dollars. He even wanted to talk about buying the Clippers. Is it not his right to go out and entertain himself if he feels fit, or is, does there have to be some kind of of uh, I don't know? Uh, invisible attachment to, you know, him enjoying himself in this manner as as a man over twenty one would do. I mean, a man's thirty in his thirties. Um, is there any is there any reason why he can't go out and have this kind of fun, or is it is it really that bad, or you know, is it really just the fact that the average person doesn't have a hundred thousand dollars to throw around? Is it a bad thing necessarily for those reasons, or is this just Floyd being Floyd? Inevitably, inevitably, like we're real close to the point where it's going to be a combination of both. At the moment, you know, yeah, you could do whatever you want, but you're going to regret it later. <laughs> I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, so that's just the sign huh. of the times, man. Because some people want to have that, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah, at some point he's going to have to pay for some of this, this, uh, this uh, frivolity uh, <laughs> that he's doing right now. Juan, I know you're chomping <laughs> at the bit over there. And, Andrew, I'm going to come back to you on this one. We ain't done with this one yet. What what are your thoughts, Ed? Uh, uh, Juan, I know you're really, ready, ready to get in there, my man. Come on. Okay, so, all right, so he spent $100,000 in a strip club, right? But like Andrew was hitting on uh, just a moment ago, he's sitting. He he's got money to blow on all this uh, on strippers and putting it in their dreamstream. But what about putting money into education into books? He wants to talk about all this other stuff and all how he how Ti is not doing this and Ti is not doing that. But he's he's literally spending money. I don't care if he got hit in the face a hundred times. He's pretty much making money hand over fist. And for him to say that he didn't really have money growing up, I'm not quite sure if it was him talking or the doctor talking. But if it was him, as far as when it was referring to him, his father was a boxer. So I don't know where he's talking about he lived poor in the seven. Seven people to a house because his father was a boxer. He followed in his father's footsteps. So there ain't nobody broke. He just pretty much he was he pretty much had a, a spoon a silver spoon in his mouth since he was a baby. He was really never broke to begin with. Got to remember now thought, his father spent quite a few years in jail though. Yeah, but, but look how but look how many but look how many fights he fought before that and after that. So 
he spent a quite a few years in prison, but he made good money. These boxers don't they don't get paid chump chains to fight. They don't walk in the ring and get hit in the face for twelve rounds and walk out the ring with five thousand dollars. So you have to remember during the time when his dad was fighting, it was he had, he was an opponent of Sugar Ray Leonard, and that was back like the nineteen seventy six seventy seven. Those boxers weren't getting paid half of what they deserve. And when I when I grew up watching Ali fight, I know Ali was a hell of a lot better draw and 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 fight fought a lot tougher fighters than these guys that we have out here today. Uh, and so here again, I mean, it could have been a very good possibility that maybe he was on to something there, having not had a lot of money when he was young. But, you know, where I come from, and I'm going to let you finish answering your question, but where I come from, if you grew up not having a lot of money, you certainly gave money and appreciation when you got your hands on it. Go ahead, my man. Finish your chain of thought. But that even goes further to my point. He's not really giving back to the community like he really wants, like he really should be. So that goes to further my point. Yeah, if you if you grew up broke, poor, and then have a dime to your name when you were a child, like in uh-huh. some instances, and Tyler Perry, and I come back to Tyler Perry because he's a perfect example. He was piss poor. He was homeless. He slept on the streets of Atlanta. He was literally broke down poor. He did his first show, and no one showed up. So when he did his first play, no one showed up for his first play mm-hmm. that he ever produced. So, but when he first, when he got his first million, he certainly gave back to his community. He never forgot. He never ever forgets where he came from or who got him there. Floyd Mayweather, on the other hand, Floyd Mayweather Jr., whatever, he he had a silver spoon in his mouth, whether it was a couple thousand, a couple hundred thousand that his father made during boxing, but his father made good money. His father Hold on for a second. Let, let me get your boy up in here so he can help you out with this because he's on the same page that you're on with Floyd Mayweather lately. It's your boy. Sugar Ray, what's going on with you? Sugar Ray. Oh, this is Robin Lynn, not Sugar Ray. Oh, oh, but that's a, that's a host faux pas right there. That's a host <laughs> faux pas. This is this is Robin Lynn of Robin Lynn Productions. Ah, I should be I should be drawn and quartered, my friend. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, oh, We're going to oh, have oh. to smite you. We're going <laughs> to have to smite you. I don't mind. <laughs> It was that two five three that got me. I don't know if you changed us since you left the West Coast. That two five three served me out real bad. How you doing this well, you, you, I'm doing fine. You just never know where me and Vice Live is going to pop up. You know we're everywhere these days. We're we're just I know I've been trying to tell it to slow its roll, but I it has its mind of its own. I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, hold on just a second, my man. Uh, yeah. Juan was. Finishing up his chain of thought on this Floyd Mayweather thing. Come on, come on, Juan. Finish up your chain of thought, my brother. Well, well my thing about it is this: is that he, I mean, Mayweather grew up with a, a silver spoon in his mouth. He really, he, he for him to spend that kind of money, he has to have no real understanding of what the dollar is, because you have to be simply 
Simply put, if you're filthy rich, a dollar doesn't mean anything to you. If you grew up with hundreds of thousands of dollars and having money all kinds of willy-nilly, you really don't understand the value of a dollar, the real value of a dollar. Some people don't even have a dollar. So for him to blow $100,000 just shows that he doesn't really, he, he has no real control of his money. In my in my perspective, but I mean that's that's a lot of money to throw up in a up in a strip club. I mean I'm I'm so fifty fifty on this. Half of me is is leaning towards okay, this guy got to got to get his face punched off to get his money. The other half is there's a lot of folks that could use a hundred grand if you just want to just give it away. I mean he was the video showed he was throwing it over his shoulder and. You know, giving marching orders to the, 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 the chicks on the poles and just standing there throwing hundred dollar bills up in the air is incredible. He had a he had a fist full of those bad boys. I mean, a stack thick as a as a white page phone book. He, he was just just tossing money up in the air. It was crazy. What do you what do you think about this situation, Robin? I don't know how much how much you followed this Floyd Mayweather thing with 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 the money deal. You know, what I'm saying we we our topic tonight is you know what I'm saying you know. Uh, you know, black wealth, you know, um, why should blacks uh, give back to their communities when they get a lot of money in their hands? What is, what is your general thought on, on, on that on that subject? I think blacks should give back into their community, into their families, and into themselves, not, not, not into images and cars and debt and things like that but things that, that, that really count. And it doesn't take money to, 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 to give back. I, I was homeless for 10 years, and I still contributed without a dime. I advocated. I volunteered. Um, I worked in the community. You know, let my voice be heard, all of that. And money is not necessarily wealth. And actually, uh, giving back... Loving, loving your, your, loving your brothers and sisters as you love yourself, that's wealth, you know. And and prosperity, is it is it really? Are you really prosperous if you got all that money in your pocket and you got yourself in a gated community and a gated house and 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 and, and you segregate yourself from everybody and then you live your life through a little box or a little square, or a little chat box or a text box. And, 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 wow, that's wealthy, and you've got six cars, and that's prosperous, but you're sitting there, and you're insulated, and you ain't got no kind of life, but you got money. you got a pocket full of money, but, oh, you're not happy. Hmm, go figure about that. But, yeah, mm. I think that, that people should give back um, definitely. Uh, I think that people forget where not only do they forget where they're coming from, they don't even know where they're going. They're just going. As long as they look good, smell good, sound good, seem good, that that's it. Anything but be good. So I don't know. And I'm not well versed on the um on the on the merit on the current situation about him. I, I really haven't been watching the news or any much television at all in the last year. <laughs> I can't because you guys keep me tied to the radio station. Play my song. Play my song. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard your collaboration over there on uh, 
on SoundCloud. Wow, wow, wow. You still do it. An <laughs> hour-long uh, program right there, son. It's very good. Oh, so thank like you. A, oh, oh. And um, um, I don't know if you know, but Angel Sessions, um, she's one of the artists that came came through um, the Vibes Live chat room about this time last year. And uh, she released uh, her new album on iTunes on, on Tuesday today. And I don't know if you remember Griffin of the Evolution. Griffin yeah. of the Evolution was was one of one of one of the uh, one of the artists that hung out with us over there at United Music Union, and he uh, he uh, composed one of the tunes on her album. And this is the, the Angels Sessions is the one that worked in that movie Dirty Something with Fred Williamson, and and that she, I told you about her the other day. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. small world. Yeah, yeah. isn't that neat? <laughs> The hammer. That that that's great. Williamson is no joke. That's the hammer. So yeah, I'm feeling that one all day long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she um she she wrote a theme song. He heard her singing and he liked her, so he put her in the movie doing a cameo singing one of her songs and he made it uh he put it in the soundtrack of the movie too. Yeah. This yeah, time. this is this is back there. You know what? I'm sorry. We t- we ain't even talking about that. I don't don't even answer the phone anymore, man. I'm talking about anything but what's your topic. Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so tacky. When you call, you might as well be EM Hutton. I'm gonna listen. Let me, the way you the way you the way you put it in work, it's incredible. Now, now back back to, back to the topic though. We have a situation here where Floyd Mayweather says that he shuns charitable giving. He says that he makes the money for himself, okay? And 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 what has Africa ever done for him? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, uh, uh. Wow. He, I, I, I think we need to go boldly before the throne of grace and mercy with this one. <laughs> wow. Um, um, I know that that most a lot of people with money, I know that they genuinely feel that way. But to stand there and hear them actually say that out loud, that's uh, that kind of blows my mind. Uh, uh, wow. I, I I hope that he's happy with his money and and his self. Um, I guess I don't even know what to say to that. You stumped me again with that. I mean, I would have to, I have to talk to that man, because in my in my mind, I don't really think he could be that 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 bad. I, I'm just thinking they have to have taken something that he said, and took it out of context or something. I don't know. Come on, come on, man. Really, you don't have that well, caring I, for 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 I, people I, around I, you. He he, he he says this. I mean, it's it's incredible. But he was he does these interviews. He said told the New York Post. That he doesn't feel that that uh, you know that he owes anything that he charities that he's just his own man and you know people you know expect a bunch of stuff from him but he's not he's not into trying to give it up like that he's he's his own man and he you know he doesn't care what what, uh, what people think I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty incredible stuff the way that this guy is you know putting himself out there I mean he, I don't know if he's burning a lot of bridges or what his what his thoughts are but I mean it's 
You know, he, he, he's kind of far out there for a guy that he's insane. That been so much. He's been given so much, and it's like you uh-huh. know, when people give, give you this much and they do this much for you, do you really, really want to put yourself out there and say that you really don't care too much about what's going on when you got people that are supporting you at such a high at such a high volume the way people are doing for them? I mean, it's it's, yeah, uh, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know. It usually when you love something or someone, usually they love you back, and there there there's got to be something inherently wrong with him. And 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 I I I I I hope he talks to somebody. I hope he repents. I hope he gets help. I hope he gets when it changes his heart, changes his mind, and 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 usually when people are like that, usually something something probably very devastating happened to make him take that position. That's that's a defensive a defensive uh, uh, stance. It really is. And so he's got some he 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 needs help. And I and I would say to him right now, hey man, you know what? You're not alone, and you can't get yourself alone with all that money. Money will not insulate you. You can't even take yourself away from the world and insulate yourself. It can't. You can't. It doesn't work. And so I encourage you, young man, to uh, to really dig deep and to open up and be truthful and 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 let and let somebody know and 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 change your thinking, man, because it's it's not that bad. You know, I'm starting to scramble in what I'm saying here, but he's he's that's a very deeply troubled person, and and whatever happened to make to make him feel that way, it's it's a defense, but but it's not you can't you can't cut yourself away from that, and even though he doesn't want to give back, he still is. He's still paying taxes. He's still contributing uh, to. To society, when he goes and he buys stuff in the store, and he watches TV and he watches cable and all that, you know, he, he's he's in this world. Hey man, you're in this world. And other than that, you might as well just go on and take yourself out because you you're pretty miserable, man. And I hope you hope you get it right. I'll be praying for I, you. I've got to I've got to drop this one on the other two gentlemen that are on the line. Juan Floyd Mayweather says he shuns charitable giving. Says that he makes the money for himself. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, I'm going to have to agree with with the young lady and her knowledge because she just blew my mind with that one. Because, mm-hmm. like she was saying, with money can't buy you happiness. You can make the money for yourself, but at the end of the day, someone had to put that money in your pocket. So you technically didn't make it for yourself. Someone had to invest that money in you because they thought you were that good in the fight. You thought they thought that you were that good in the projects that you had. So, for him to uh, to for him to openly make a statement that he makes the money for himself, and that he he does he shuns charitable donations. Well, think about it this way: the same people that he's gonna shun, he's gonna eventually need them, and when he needs them, are they gonna shun them? Are they gonna shun him back? Because eventually, getting blow, getting so many blows to the head, 
you're going to need some help some way along the way. And some of those charitable organizations that you could be donating those $100,000 to that you're throwing around at strippers, you could easily be donating it to those organizations because it's an investment to your future. As far as him say, making a statement that I think I caught the statement that you said earlier, that he said, <laughs> what has Africa done for him? Well, if he really wants to take it back to historical terms, Africa did a lot for him because Africa allowed his ancestors to come here, which allowed him his ancestors to come here and better and eventually through time better themselves, which bettered him in the long run, which benefited him in the long run, which right. made his history and his ancestors' history and his great-great-great-great-grandparents made history when they came together to make the generations to follow. So, yes, Africa did a lot for him, more than he will ever realize or recognize that they did, because regardless of the fact, everything started there. So, yes, Africa did a lot for him. And, yes, he should have donated to those people because those same people that he's talking about that haven't done anything for him, in fact, led him to where he is now. So when you shit on, pardon my French, and I apologize for the, the, the crude term, but when you shit on where you come from, don't expect to go back because history was made there and allowed, and because of that history that was made there is what allowed you to be here today. Without the past, there would be no present. And without the present, there's no future. Very well stated. Andrew, get a piece of that. What do you think about that statement Mayweather saying like that, that, you know, he, you know, he made the money for himself. He doesn't need to give to anybody to do anything or he even really acknowledge. What is, what is your 100 thought on that one? And right now, how I feel. <laughs> oh, man, I just... Um. Yeah, man, it's, it's probably not even that serious. Like, the, you know I mean, the lady was saying that you gotta do a lot of work. I mean, when you got all that money, you get space to you got you, you got space to move around. So, I mean, one week you could blow a hundred thousand, the next week, you know, that's like a that's more like like I, I made an analogy like a, about a couple of days ago about. About that, yeah, I mean, that's like a person's two, the average person's two years' salary, a hundred thousand after, you know, taxes and all that. So he's all, he's in a, he's in a bracket of his own at the, you know what I mean. So we could speculate on what's going on in his mind, but you know, just whatever. How about Rick Ross? I heard they 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 blocked him out of a show because of that exact reason that he was he was going there to make money, but it, it's like he he wasn't giving back. Well, according to the uh, alleged source, you know, so there's a lot of stuff that's going on with these celebrities, but you know, a lot of that stuff is just for show. So, you wow, investigatory moves. Stuff like that. 
Thanks for that one, Drew, because I certainly didn't know. Certainly didn't know that Rick Ross had went through that, but it's not unbelievable, you know. There's an old saying, and we're going to play one song in between this, and I think it kind of fits the purpose for Mr. Mr. Marvin Gaye on, on this one. But, uh, you know, when, when much is given to you, there's a lot that's expected. And, you know, here again, I, after all I've heard, and there have been no wrong answers, I'm still in a 50-50 split because half of me says, my goodness, man, I train hard. I get up at 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm out here running in the streets of Las Vegas where most people are in their beds. I'm working hard. I'm going in here. I'm showing a lot of heart because I can, I can die within the next, you know what I'm saying, X number of minutes. But then you flip that record over, and it's for that reason that God has blessed you and, and anointed you, so to speak, to be able to have the talent to do what you do and, to, and, and the fact that he's protected you through that whole thing. I guess there is indeed a certain um, moral obligation to try to help your fellow man if you can. There's a lot of folks that can, but for those who can, you know, maybe you should. We'll be back in a moment. 646-595-3402.
because you know I can't do one, just one when it's mob, and I lied a little bit. I had to do it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Hey, uh, this is Flossy Jeezy, Black Love, Black Wealth. Why should rich give back to blacks or give back? Let me say that again. Black Love, Black Wealth. Why should rich blacks give back? 646-595-3402. Got to get it straight. I can't wait. Um, we got one last question tonight, one quick one for you guys. And like I said before, that will give us about, you know what I'm saying, six minutes and then we out. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, and we out. Why do you think that people continue to support these people? Why do you think black folks continue to support these folks? Your Michael Jordans, all this money, nothing given to the hood. You know, Floyd Mayweather, you know what I'm saying, all, you know, all these other rappers out here. We say these things, we've had a good talk, but why is it? Why is it? And you got to keep your answers short because we've only got so many minutes. But why do you think in, 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 a, in a short sentence, why do you think that they continue to support these people when they don't support their communities? Juan, quick and dirty. Just because, frankly, they couldn't care. They, 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 they really... They let the money get the best of them. A lot of them do, but not a, not um, not necessarily. And I'm actually Googling something, and we were talking about, just to bring it back, we were talking about Floyd Mayweather, and apparently Floyd Mayweather Jr. has the Floyd Mayweather, Founda- Floyd Mayweather Jr. Foundation. Okay. That's on That's Facebook, and I, can send, and I can send you all the information about it. But I'm actually, because we were just talking during the break about how we can possibly set something up. But nonetheless, in any essence, when you allow money to take over your mind, it takes over everything else. Money, it's funny how they say, I mean, it's even written in the word how money is literally the root of all evil. Incredible. Good answer. Okay, uh, my main man, Andrew, New York, the Bronx. Why do we continue to support these people if if uh, these are the thoughts that, that they have about these guys? Why do blacks continue to support these folks? Well, all right, um, multiple levels of shit in my mind. <laughs> but a simple answer would, uh, would be, Basically, all right. Well, you uh, the way uh, linear thinking is is uh, straight lines and circles. So, I mean, it's just like a cycle, you know, because there aren't any fresh perspectives. Like you know, white people they always inventing new sports and doing other crazy stuff to try to push the limit, do something new. Um, but black people, we got basketball, rap, basketball, hip hop. And whatever, but why? Why don't you know black people branch out into opera, or you know, branch out into and start doing all these type of different things, or just trying to think out of the box? Like I want to skydive, I want to try that and post that on a couple like, like you know what I mean, stuff like that. But basically, it's it's like it's it's um basically what what the effect that happens. Yeah, my is, friends are white. <laughs> you know, but a lot of people Okay, so that's why I said You know, it's like a multi-layered thing But the effect that happens 
um, basically for the minority community, because white people have their own community, Jewish people have their own community, but black people, we seem to have trouble with establishing that. Um, uh, but basically, it just, it, it, it enforces us, it, it becomes a, a slave slave type of thing, you know? So, And it's like, you don't have any, you know, some people feel as if they don't have anywhere else to invest their money for entertainment or to feel like they belong to something, so they just put it where, you know, that's what that's why that's what marketing is for. Marketing is to convince the consumer to invest their money in places where they usually wouldn't or they shouldn't. Very good answer. Uh Robin, take it on home with about two minutes left to go. Why do we continue to support these people that don't Man. you know, apparently don't feel the need to do it in reverse? Oh, I think because sometimes uh uh, even though they may take that position, they still like 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 uh, the boxer. He maybe people have jobs, or, or they can make income because uh, of activities surrounding him. Uh, 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 maybe they don't want to give up hope. It's easier to to just kind of turn a blind eye because wow we've got a, a someone black that's up there that's winning champions and he's a bad boxer and all that you know and and we'll show love towards somebody like that but we won't we won't turn it inward and help each other and love each other where it really counts and really really matters just a bunch of, of fluff we're we're doomed. Yeah. Every night I come to the same conclusion. <laughs> well, that's 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 our show. I'm gonna start tonight. crying. And, 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 and based on that, you know what I mean. Uh, I appreciate you folks coming out tonight. This was Black Love, you know, wealth, Black wealth, and uh, you know, we're trying to figure out why, you know, blacks, you know, should give back. You know, why don't they give back? We don't have all the answers, but we sure are on the way to figuring things out. Kind of goes hand in hand with our show, how come we don't support each other, where there's two sides of the coin. Sometimes, you know, uh, we have some that want to give and some that don't, but either way, we'll get it figured out in the end, and through God's mercy, we'll make everything happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, 646-595-3402. Follow us on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Google, and follow us on Facebook. With Robin Lynn Productions, uh, uh, Robin Lynn, uh, my man ATL Juan from Atlanta, Georgia, and my main man Andrew from the Bronx, New York. This has been Flossy Jeezy and the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we ain't supposed to be on tomorrow night. We'll probably hit you on the hip with something if I can come up with something. But in the meantime, I'm going to take us on home with a little bit of this dead prayers, growing, changing, and, and learning. I want to thank you folks for coming out. God bless and good night. Good night. We good can night. grow. We can develop. As we know that heaven is not a place. And happiness lives in the heart. Long as the world keeps turning. Our duty is to keep on learning. You heard? Keep on learning. Soaking up, Jane. We gon' make mistakes. We gon'
soon as you think you do, that's when you fall. We got to do more to survive. We must evolve. Things change just when you think you've seen it all. We trip, we stumble, but we get back and stride. Each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say when you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you're going to taste some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted. Gaining insight and understanding. Each one, teach one, we got to pass it on. Keep doing the knowledge, building and adding on. With faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything, but everybody knows something. Keep on learning. It's soaking up the